Hello, I'm Emma. Hello, I'm Verity. We're back to tickle your fandango with another roundup of this week's most shocking celeb stories. You might be listening to this in a harvester. Or maybe you're music royalty and you're involved with a huge social media fight with a rapper. Whatever you're doing, stop it. Get ready to ride our roller coaster. Scream if you want to go faster. It's time for the shock list. Verity, yeah. got a very important question for you this week. Go on. It's really important. Go on. Are you ready? Yeah. Have you been to a harvester before? <laughs> I honestly have been to a harvester and, um, and I loved it. Why are we talking about harvesters? Well, I mean, do I have to answer that question? <laughs> They haven't had so much free publicity in years. Oh my God. Greg with a double G, Wallace. Greg. Yep. Okay. It's been everywhere, (laughs) this story. Poor old Greg Wallace gives an interview Mm -hmm. to the Saturday Telegraph, My Saturday. A day in the life, how he spends his Saturday. The world's most famous fruit and veg peddler. I mean, we all know it, but here here are the highlights. Goes to the gym at seven o'clock. They open up early for him. I mean, you can just imagine the poor, you know, gym person. Oh, God, it's Greg Wallace. <laughs> I mean, it's terribly A-list when they open up the gym for you. Well, yeah. Um, you know, uh, does his exercise, uh, talks about how he's lost five stone, which is brilliant. Yeah. He has a six pack, but then he says, but he bloats. Why? So I'm wondering if this six pack is something that is disguised under an extra layer of belly fat, because if that is true, then I have a six pack. Oh, I've got one then I've too. Got, yeah. I've got a six pack, I've definitely. I've got a six pack, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then of course... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the idea of me having a six pack. I'm yeah, laughing at the idea of me having a six pack. <laughs> But I have one. Six pack at a crib. I yeah. have got a six pack, but it's under five inches of meno, meno belly. Meno belly. 10.30 breakfast at Harvester. I mean, he loves harvester. why mess around? Get straight to the Harvester. He has this full on fry up at half past 10. This is a man with a wellness app. Full on fry up at half past 10 mm-hmm. in a Harvester, which he prefers to Michelin starred restaurants. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised. I have never been to a Michelin starred restaurant with a salad bar that has... Croutons. And sweet corn. And sweet corn. And... And Thousand Island dressing. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, don't knock it. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. the salad bar is insane. Yeah. It's got about 27 you, different things. You do not get a salad bar at Nobu. No, you, you don't. You don't. Anyway, he has this fry up with Helen, his PA. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's straight home for lunch at yeah. midday. Yeah. His wife, Anna. Yeah. Has lunch on the table. Right. Um... White bean soup. I mean, he must be stuffed by this point. Hang on a minute. He's having a fry up at ten thirty with the salad bar, right? Yeah, and then and and, and then, then twelve o'clock lunch. lunch. White bean soup. White bean soup and with crusty bread. With crusty bread. That's a carb overload. There's your bloating. Greg. There's your bloating, Greg. I mean, prob- solve that. You Next. honestly, you lose the white bean soup and crusty bread, and your six pack will emerge, will <laughs> protrude from that bloat so fast. That's my little wellness like, tip Like Atlantis you. coming to the surface. He's an amateur historian. That sounds interesting. So it does sound interesting. So I thought, oh, that's interesting. He probably goes into his study library. Yeah. If he has a library. Well, you know. And, um, you know, uh, reads a book about uh, Gladstone and the <sighs> Irish conflict. He uh, plays a game. A play, he plays a computer game called Total War Saga. 
Thrones of Britannia. Oh my God, I really want to play this. I've just looked at the review. I didn't know what it was. (laughs) It's a game that allows the player to literally rewrite history. So you're not learning about history at all, are you, Greg? Hang on. So playing the game, he thinks that makes him somehow into history. Yeah, makes him an amateur historian. Okay, in that case, I'm a pirate. (laughs) And a really, really good one, because I take down other ships quite a lot. I'll have you know. You know, I am the scourge of the Caribbean. And that's a fact. Things like that make me scared that the Matrix is real. Okay, Greg, that's the same. I'm not sure he's much of of a reconstructed male. Mm -hmm. He cooks once a week. Sandwich and chips, sandwich and chips. Again, I refer you back to the bloating, Craig. But also he barely drinks, except that he then lists what he drinks of a Saturday. Yeah. Starts with a pint. Yeah. I barely drink, says Greg. I barely drink. Yeah, yeah. I barely drink. It's just every Saturday. Just every Saturday. He has a pint, then wine, and then maybe a whiskey or a brandy. That's called binge drinking, Greg. No wonder you're (laughs) you're asleep by eight o'clock. You're passed out, mate. A beer followed by one unspecified amount. Yeah. And what do you, I would be more interested to see after that how Greg spe- spends his Sundays lying in bed <laughs> taking paracetamol and vaguely groaning. Because has nobody ever told you about mixing the grain and the grape, Greg? And really, really fed up about the bloat. I mean, uh, reading this routine, the clues are there, Greg. Read oh it again. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my dear. God. I mean, he, he has really taken a ribbing over this that's not even the word for it he has taken a ribbing over it greg is perhaps like many celebrities Mm. not the most self-aware person Mm. and of course it's this is this day in the life article yes is the sort of thing that that traps many a celebrity who have crawled up their own bottom i mean i don't see that they don't see the trap no my favorite one go on in celebs crawling up their own bottom and <laughs> yeah. having no self-awareness at all. Go on. Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Do you remember Orlando Bloom? We love Orlando Bloom. Sunday Times. Yeah. <laughs> 2021. Yeah. A day in the life. Yeah. It is a perfect portrait, Verity, mm-hmm. of pretentious polemic. Oh, my God, it's brilliant. So... He gets up early. Yeah. Um, and at this point, him and his wife, Katy Perry, have a newborn, well, no, six-month-old daughter, Daisy. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, he gets up early. Katie, uh, Katie likes to sleep in. Right. He gets up early to see to the baby. Yeah. Uh, and they do eye-gazing. Oh, fuck his eye-gazing. Looking. Looking. <laughs> he does looking. He does looking with Daisy. He does looking at the baby. Looking at the baby. And, and the, the baby, baby looks looking, back. Yeah. Yeah. Eye-gazing. Oh, that's oh. nice. Oh, and then he does 20 minutes chanting. He's a Buddhist. And then he puts some uh, Buddhist stuff up on Instagram. Because what's the point of being a Buddhist if you don't tell the world that you're a Buddhist? Is he a vegan as well? Oh. No. Oh, no. Oh. Right. Okay. Oh, he's a Buddhist, not a vegan. <laughs> he's a Buddhist, not a vegan. Sorry. Now, in my head, he's like a flowerpot man now. <laughs> he's like Bill and Ben. <laughs> oh, bless Orlando. Oh, no. But, 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 he does eat red meat once a month. Right, he- that's... that's- <laughs> Uh, okay. I mean, he's 95%. Oh, okay. 95%. Just a little bit is murderous he and bloody. Does say, right? yeah, okay. He does say, you know, he's, uh, you know, I only eat red meat once a month. Sometimes, this is a direct quote from the article. Go on. Right. <laughs> Uber unaware Orlando. Yeah. Sometimes I look at a cow and think that's the most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> I bet that goes down well with the missus. <laughs> Sorry, Katy Perry. 
give see, a... See that cow in that field? Better looking than you. <laughs> She's got lovely lashes. <laughs> I mean, cows are lovely. I wouldn't want to be put, you know, second best to a cow. Second best. Katy Perry, so. second best to a cow. <laughs> the best bit, the best bit of all is this, Go this on. quote. I have a deal with Amazon where I work on projects exclusively for them. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time dreaming about roles for myself and others, for minorities and women. I'm trying to be a voice for everybody. Is that what you said? Do you know what I think? What do you think? I think Katy Perry has rung up Amazon and said, he's getting in the way, he keeps looking weirdly at Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> He keeps comparing me to cows and that chanting is doing my bloody head in. Could you just pretend? Just give him something to do. Just give him something to do. Jeff, give him something to do. Jeff. (laughs) It is just... It it is the most exposing thing these these day in the life profiles because it just shows up some celebrities not yes. all I'm sure but some celebrities as the navel gazing self important <laughs> quite stupid <laughs> idiots that they are. Oh dear. The shocklist. Well, here we are. Could it be a Kanye free edition of Celebrity Shock Emma? No, no. It's not. <laughs> so he's here again. Yay, oh we love him. What now? Uh, well, now he's upset Sharon Osbourne. Oh, dear. And Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, dear. I mean, he's upset the Osbournes. Oh, dear. Not a wise move, I wouldn't no. have thought. Not no. really. <laughs> What's so, he done? So they had a listening party for Vulture, which is the latest album. And um, on it, everyone went, oh, that track's good. Isn't that a bit of Black Sabbath War Pigs? Oh. <gasps> He is a bit, yeah. He, he is sampled a bit it. Now, this is quite common in in the the, the rapping genre that yeah, you sample oh, somebody yeah, else's yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, flipping all over the place. Led Zeppelin gets sampled, and Pink Floyd gets sampled. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's normal. Yeah. Except, yes, this was commented upon, and then on Twitter, I'm so sorry, X arrived from Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Ozzy said, Kanye West asked permission to sample a section of a 1983 live performance of Warpig from the US festival without vocals and was refused permission because he is an anti-Semite and has caused untold heartache to many. And Ozzy continued, he went ahead and used the sample anyway at his album listening party last night. I want no association with this man. Oh my God, that is pretty strong that's I mean, really strong language words of one syllable it is fury you yeah. can hear that coming through absolute fury the twitter sphere yeah yeah so then sharon <laughs> oh god because <laughs> you know if ozzy's angry yeah sharon's gonna be really angry oh <laughs> yes go on so then sharon went onto facebook and used the phrase kanye has fucked with the wrong dude <gasps> I mean, actually, she went further and said, you mess with the wrong Jew. Yeah. Because this is the thing. Kanye's been quite outspoken. Yeah. And anti-Semitic yeah. in his statements. Yeah. Um, and Sharon Osbourne is Jewish. Yeah. Total. She's not going to like it. No. So he said things like, this was in December 22. He said things like, he went on to a conspiracy theorists oh, show yeah. called Alex Jones and said that he liked Hitler... And people should stop dissing the Nazis. 
Oh dear. Oh dear. And then that got him dropped from collaborations with Adidas, with Gap and Balenciago and his agency dropped him. Oh my God. And to defend himself, he said, how am I anti-Semitic? I just fucked a Jewish bitch. That's what he said. That's what he said, right? And this for is... some reason, <laughs> right, it's shocking, right? Your face is shocking. It's <laughs> genuinely sure. shocking, right? For some reason, he's then amazed. <laughs> yeah. That Sharon Osbourne doesn't like him. <laughs> I am actually speechless. I know, I know, I, I know. It's, it's, there's no room for misinterpretation no, there. That is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, of course it is. And that's why everybody dropped him, which is why he now has to self-publish his own music because yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. wants anything no to do him. with him. Yeah. Because that's what he'd said. And so for Sharon to say, Mm-mm, no... She's not the only one, is she? There's a queue of people who won't deal with him, you know, but, but he has gone expressly against permission, which is a dangerous thing to do. Sharon Osborne is the daughter of Don Arden. And Don Arden was an absolutely legendary music agent. Yeah. Right, very well known. Yep. He introduced Jerry Lee Lewis to this country and Little Richard to this country yep. and managed Black Sabbath, of course. And he had the reputation that called, that made him be recognised as the Godfather or Mr. Big because he used to do things like grabbing his rivals and hanging them out of windows. Oh, my God. Several stories up. And he stubbed a cigar out on somebody else's forehead when he didn't like the way the conversation was going. He was quite aggressive. Yeah. So you can sort of see where Sharon gets it from. Well, because, of course, Sharon Sharon is, is, is well known for taking huge, huge, huge revenge on people. Yeah. Um, in the form of um, my favourite one, which is that she used to, so people who slighted Sharon used to receive a beautifully wrapped Tiffany box. <gasps> Gorgeous. And would open it mm. to find that she defecated in the box. <laughs> She'd done a poo in a box. A poo in a box. If you get a Tiffany box from Sharon Osbourne, don't my advice is it. don't open it. Chuck it straight don't in the bin, it. in the outdoor bin. <laughs> it is brilliant. <laughs> it is genius. I adore that woman. At least she gift wraps her insults. Well, at least you know she, I mean? exactly. Like, good for you, Sharon Osbourne. I mean, I, I actually start to fear for Kanye now. I do slightly start to fear for Kanye. Do you remember... The the Osborne's reality show. Oh uh, yes, I mean I watched the beginning of right at the very beginning of it. Yeah. Do you remember the episode when they're at home and Jack's there, and the neighbours start playing the guitar and singing in the garden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. gentlemen, sort yeah, of yeah, kumbaya style yeah, yeah, songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Sharon and Jack <laughs> yell at them to shut up. And yeah. they don't. Yeah. So they get um, they get more and more angry. And Sharon ends up getting a giant ham out of the freezer. <laughs> lobbing it over the fence and yelling, this reminds me of your wife's. Now, I'm going to say the word lady bit. <laughs> Sharon used a much, much, much ruder word. <laughs> Do you oh. know who that was singing, by the way, over the neighbour who was singing? Do you no. know who it was? No, tell me. Do you remember one hit wonder from the 80s, Owen Paul, You're My Favourite Waste of Time? You're my favourite waste of time. Is that who she loved it? That's who was the neighbour. British, Scottish, Scottish Scottish. one hit wonder, Owen Paul. Are you aware of his oeuvre, Verity? I am. 
How yes, come? I How, am. Do you remember him? Do yes, you remember I him do remember ages? him. Yes, I do. Why do you remember him, Verity? <laughs> I met him once. Um, and and when you say met him, what do you mean? Nothing. And, uh, what? He's not very tall. If that hammer had landed on him, it'd have flattened him. <laughs> so, but this has got me thinking. Then, so you know that Ozzy and Sharon dressed up as Kanye and Bianca for Halloween. Genius. Do you remember that? So what? How did they dress? So Ozzy's dressed up in like the, the kind of mask, like Kanye, and yeah. then Sharon's naked, <laughs> <laughs> or seemingly naked, with a purple cushion oh, to brilliant. sort of mirror their kind of yeah, trip well, it's, round it's, Venice. It's, it's or the, yeah, it the, port, the Portofino, the Portofino, the Portofino, the Portofino, the Portofino, Portofino pictures. Will yeah, the Portofino holiday look. Yes, indeed. Okay, so they they did that as their Halloween outfit. So now I'm thinking, yeah. That must have been around the time that Kanye asked permission and they turned him down. So oh, they're yes. trolling him yes. through their Halloween picture. Oh, that's a really good point. It must be, mustn't it? Oh, good for them. I hope that they sue the living crap out of that little music tea leaf. I think they probably will. Because She's using people's songs without permission is a terrible... Uh, you just shouldn't do it. Of, of course you shouldn't do it. It is wrong. It's absolutely wrong it's to, very to wrong. use a track without specifically getting somebody's permission. That, that would be an awful thing to do. A terrible thing to do. Disrespectful. The Shocklist. Have you seen uh, Edward Enenfall's final Vogue cover? Hit the newsstands Tuesday the 13th of February... 2024. I have seen it. But it was, a, you know, an absolutely extraordinary feat. 40 of the women who had been cover stars during Edward Enenfall's tenure as editor of British Vogue. He's he's stepping down from editor of British Vogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so 40 cover stars came together mm. to create this Uber photo. It wasn't a composite. Everybody thought it was a composite. Mm. He managed to get 40 of these women... In, in the a same room, room. In the same room at the same time. And you have Oprah, Jane Fonda, Victoria Beckham. Who else can you see? I mean, I I cannot take my eyes off Kate Moss. Kate Moss, obviously. Look, and Lila, her daughter. Why is Lila? Oh, because she was on the cover. Okay, yeah. all right. Presume, presume. It, it was the word legendary that threw me. Yes, yeah, okay. yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's Jodie Comer, uh, Serena Williams. I think that used to be Naomi Campbell. Yep, and yep. and uh, Linda Evangelista. Yeah, and good old Linda. Uh, oh, it's all manner of people. They they all rocked up in New York, mm. right? Mm. This shoot cost mm. two hundred grand to to put together. Two hundred grand for a single shot. It was shot by Stephen Mizell. Crikey. The legendary yeah, fashion yeah, photographer. Yeah, 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 Okay, all right. Um, he costs a lot. I understand. And apparently, mm. there was a, there's been a lot of very breathy, gushing words written about this cover shoot that sort of start with, "All the ladies made their own way to the shoot at, in um, New York's meatpacking district." I, I I literally call bullshit. <laughs> there is no way. There is no way they turned up for free from all over the world. Miley Cyrus. Came over from LA right. on a private jet for 15 minutes. There is no way she did that at her own cost. No. There was, you know, huge praise, mm. huge praise mm. for Cindy Crawford yeah. and her daughter, Kaya Gerber, mm. both cover stars, yeah. who'd been staying at the family house in New York the night before. Right. Getting in a car together. Yeah. 
carpooling, as they call it, as they call it, carpooling to the shoot. I mean, this was said as if they had been on a remote Galapagos island <laughs> and had escaped by by hooking together a load of defunct Birkin bags with hairpins <laughs> and rowing. They, rowing across oceans. They got in a car. They called Uber. What is what is the matter with it? <laughs> it's just extraordinary. Not everyone is as excited. Oh. By by this as 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 I am, you are uh, the world's presses. But why ever not? Well, because mm. at the point where this hugely expensive cover picture took you know, happened, which isn't saying a huge amount apart from Edward Enenfall, what a mar- aren't I marvellous that all these people did the cover for me? He is known in Vogue House in some quarters as Edward Enenfall of himself, apparently. Um, <laughs> but this is why this is oh, why Condé Nast, yeah, the parent <laughs> company, are laying off staff left, right, and centre. Right. What is it? They call, don't they call Condé Nast Con- Condé Nasty? Oh, they do call it Condé Nasty. Mm. Yeah. But I would say that it is a fun game to play if you find yourself at a newsstand with a spare five minutes. I mean, go. you don't want to spend the God knows how much it costs to buy British Vogue. But go, but if you see the cover, it is good fun to play. Well, how it many, took us how many quite some spot? time, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, actually, it does pass an hour or three. It does. It really does. <laughs> the shocklist. Do you remember Holly Valance? I do remember Holly Valance. Holly Valance is the political commentator that nobody asked for. So do you remember Liz Truss? Uh, is she the one with the lettuce? The one with the lettuce. Yep. She has launched a new movement called Popcorn. It's like popcorn, but not as good for you. <laughs> Popular conservatism. Oh, I mean, beautiful. I love the way they try to crowbar that into something yeah. that sounds good. Yeah. So basically, it's Liz Truss and uh, Lee Anderson. Do you remember him? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. And um, who's the haunted pencil? Uh, Jacob Rees Mogg. Jacob Rees Mogg. Yep. You know, people the like haunted that. Pencil. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be giving a lecture about their new idea for conservatism. Oh, yeah. And um, lots, well, you'll be surprised to know, lots and lots and lots of rich people came. Well, yes, because I'm imagining that this popcorn mm. is kindly to the rich tax avoiders, mm. but not so good for the 95% of the, the country who are sitting heavily and leaden in a cost of living crisis. Yes, that's right. It's very popular with them. Not so much with actual people who have to get up and go to work. So it's popular with about 1% of the population. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That 1%. Okay. That 1% is quite important. Yeah. Anyway, so amongst the, the good and the great, let's not call them that. Let's say the rich. Um, Nick Candy turned up. He's a billionaire. I don't know if you know him. He's a property person with his brother. Property tycoon, yes. Yeah. yeah. They're delightful. Anyway, he's married to someone who used to be on Neighbours. Flick Scully off Neighbours. Do you remember her? I do vaguely remember this. Yes. Holly Valance. Holly Valance. Might be Holly Valance. Let's say Valance. Anyway, so she turned up with him and then she gave an interview on GBBs oh and said, everyone starts off as a lefty, then wakes up at some point after you start either making money, working, trying to run a business, trying to buy a home and then realises what crap ideas they all are and then you go to the right. Oh, my God. Um, But she also said uh, she thought uh, Liz Truss was very interesting to listen to. Yeah. She's the only person who's ever thought that, surely. Quite. Um, And she thought that Lee Anderson is very sensible and for real people. So this is Lee Anderson, who's known as 30p Lee. Do you know why he's known as 30p Lee? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Because he says that people who use food banks, because it's a life choice, it's a lifestyle choice. 
They use food banks. They don't need food banks. They use food banks. Um, They don't know how to budget and that you can make a meal for 30p. That makes a lot of sense according to Holly Valance. So, well, I mean, after you, Holly, this could be a new reality show. Oh, my God. I really personally love it when a multi, well, a billionaire wife, it's yes. not her own billions. No. A billionaire wife lectures the rest of us. Yeah. On where we're going wrong and how the future can be solved by a woman who did not last as long in politics as a fucking lettuce. <laughs> Lest we forget. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is what I know about Holly Valance. Holly Valance, who was, as you rightly say, in Neighbours and launched a singing career. Mm, A rubbish career. A rubbish career that, you know, if Kylie is the benchmark 10 Mm. and Stefan Dennis... It's the low grade mm. with Don't It Make You Feel Good. Oh, don't It Make You Feel Don't make Good. Feel oh, no, good. you've done it again. I've done it again. You use music without oh, permission. My God, I'm sorry, Stefan Dennis. But if he's a low bar, then Holly Valance's track, whatever that was, falls somewhere below Stefan Dennis. I would say so, because we can at least sing Stefan Dennis. Yeah, we at least remember Stefan Dennis. And who lectures us from her super yacht mm. on how to live our life. Mm. The most interesting thing about Holly Valance... Mm. Um, is that she is distantly related to Benny Hill. Did you know that? That is true. Well, it just goes to show that comedy runs in the family. (laughs) The shock list. Do you remember Damien Hirst? Damien Hirst, the artist, Mm. what used to do pictures of dots and uh, sculptures of dissected cows. Yes. Damien loves his wife very, very much. And this week, she turned 30. Oh, happy birthday, it's her, what's her name? Sophie. 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 Happy birthday, Sophie. Happy birthday, so Sophie. She turned 30. He's nearly 60. And, um, <laughs> and they had a lovely time in Las Vegas and she was super happy because it's her favourite place in the world. Yay. It's all lovely. And then, they so, and then they showed us a picture of the birthday cake, which he had designed. And it's, I mean, it's basically a baby in the womb. It looks like a medical model. It's a, it's a, yeah. It looks like the thing that you're shown at uh, antenatal classes, doesn't it? It's, well, it looks it's like what you were shown section. in. Yeah, it was the thing that they showed you in biology at school that scared the living crap yeah. out of you, thinking I'm never doing that. It is a sponge cake, very realistic looking baby. Yeah. In a blood red, very realistic womb. Yeah. Um, with um, you, I mean, there's beige, placenta there. Yeah, there's placenta there. There's beige, actual external body. Yeah. And birthday candles. That's what freaked me out. That's oh what God. really freaked me out. Was, what is he thinking? I was like, what's those spikes? Oh, no, they're the candles. They're the candles because, on this birthday cake. Because what? It would be indelicate to put them on the baby. That... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of it is, what are you thinking? I think we've left out a very important detail, though. What? About this cross-section of a baby in a birth canal, in a womb, in sponge form, that will be eaten as a cake. Mm. Sophie is pregnant. The wife is pregnant. This is a cross-section of what he thinks is actually inside her. Yeah. That was quite an omission of mine. That's what they're Um, going to eat. How can you... How can you? How do you pick up the knife and go, I'll just take a little bit out of Litland? I mean, you can't. You can't. I know it's made of sponge, but you can't show a knife to that. I'll have a bit of ear no, and a bit of brain. No, what? no, no. Oh, 
love a little foot. He's got love, lovely little bum. No, no, no. You can't do what it. It's disgusting. Why would you do that? Happy birthday, darling. What a weird thing to do, Damien Hurst. Damien Hurst. Are you back on the drugs? What's wrong with a Colin the Caterpillar? Like everybody else. Oh. For God. goodness sake. The shock list. Let's do some quickies. Should we do some quickies? Yeah. In the Saturday Times mm. on the 10th of February, mm. the lovely, adorable, gorgeous, love her, Lorraine Kelly, yes. gave an interview mm. because I think she's written a novel. Yeah. And she was asked the question, obviously, because she does the show Lorraine and she meets a, a lot of very, very famous people. Mm. And she was asked to sort of, you know, who, who did she really like? Yeah. The people that she'd met. And she talked about George Clooney being the nicest man in the world and Hugh Jackman being lovely. And she says, I love this. And then there was Mariah Carey. <laughs> and I'll quote direct from the interview. It was pre-recorded and Mariah was, as we'd say back then, slightly refreshed at 10 in the morning. And she did have an awful lot of people around her. There was one flunky whose job it was to hold out his hand for Carrie to spit out her chewing gum. Oh. Isn't that brilliant? Oh. Oh. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it must be true if Lorraine said it. I know, right? I would take that job. Would you? Oh, God, yes. Oh, my goodness me. I mean, that that is just bonkers. Bonkers level of famous. I love this woman so much. That is absolutely how I want my celebrities to behave. I want them to employ somebody to hold out their hand constantly in case she wants to spit out her chewing gum. (gasps) Crikey. Genius. What a world. And then because it's Valentine's Day, Mm. I thought uh, we might have a look at some, some of the most shocking weird celebrity love tokens love gestures done right through history justin bieber do you remember when justin bieber went out with selena gomez do you oh yeah that? justin bieber once rented out the entire staples center in la right so that he could watch titanic the movie with selena gomez what nothing says romance to me verity like renting out a 960,000 square foot arena that seats 50,000 people to sit there on your own, <laughs> just the two of you, to watch an overlong film about people drowning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it yeah. wouldn't do it for me. More money than sense. I mean, more money than sense. Come off it. Scarlett Johansson mm. spent slightly less money right. on a love token for her then-boyfriend, Ryan Reynolds. I'd forgotten they'd gone out, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you give a multi-millionaire A-list actor? Your wisdom tooth. What? Scarlett Johansson gave Ryan Reynolds her wisdom tooth as a present. Yes. Really? For real. She dipped it in gold, but 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 nonetheless, it was her actual wisdom tooth. Crikey, that's, I, I mean, it's original. It's original. It's original. I'm mm. hoping she was having it taken out anyway. Anyway, and not and, just and she didn't just go. She didn't get so desperate looking for a present. She went, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to I know. Get the pliers. Lock of my hair. <laughs> no, wisdom tooth. Yeah. 
Wow. Oh my god. Wow. I know. That's, I know. I'm not sure I'd like I that. Know. I'd be a, a bit taken aback by that. I know. A bit like a Tiffany box from Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, you don't want a Tiffany box from Sharon Osbourne. Just I, we can't say this enough, people. If you get a Tiffany box, <laughs> even for Valentine's for, Day, yeah, from that's Sharon what Osborne. Kanye's getting, isn't it? Richard Burton. Yeah. And Elizabeth Taylor. Hey, so good he married on. her twice yeah come on in 1968 Richard Burton gave Elizabeth Taylor the Krupp diamond K-R-U-P-P right a gigantic 33 carat rock oh. big as a baby's head nearly I mean how big is that it's enormous 33, 33 carats. carats he bought it at auction right. in 1968 it cost him 307 thousand dollars right to give you some idea right on how much it would cost in modern times yeah it sold when she died her yeah. estate sold it yeah at auction yeah for eight million dollars astonishing astonishing whoa if you're thinking to yourself at home this is all well and good but, you know, it's just an expensive piece of jewellery. Well, the reason I told this story was to shoehorn an extra element in. Go on. I wanted to shoehorn Princess Margaret into this. <laughs> Sound the klaxon, Princess Margaret has arrived. Princess Margaret's back. I'm never happier unless I'm reading about Princess Margaret. <laughs> so there is an extra element to the Krupp diamond story. Is that a couple of years later, mm. uh, Elizabeth Taylor was at a film premiere that Princess Margaret was attending. Yeah. And in the lineup afterwards, yeah. Princess Margaret walked down the line, looked at Elizabeth Taylor's hand mm. and looked at the Krupp diamond and went, is that the famous diamond? Isn't it vulgar? <gasps> to which point Elizabeth Taylor took it off and said, would you like to try it on? Princess Margaret put it on her own finger and Elizabeth Taylor said, doesn't look so vulgar now, does it? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Week, everybody. Oh, all the love, everyone. Lots of love. <laughs> the shock list. We are, of course, doing our thank yous. Emma. Uh, so this week it is uh, behoven to me to thank to thank Posh Dom on Vibes because I tried to avoid thanking him last week and I'm very sorry. <laughs> thank you, darling, in France. <laughs> thank you to Chris for doing our editing. Thank you to our Not Courtney WhatsApp group. They are Emma and Tom and Miranda and Jim, who also does our social media. And thank you to you, our beautiful, lovely listener. Oh, all the love, listener. All listener. the love to you. We love you. We do. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. 